Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and 40 other states. If you want to get back to your favorite places and feel confident they have put your health and safety first, look for the Well Health Safety Seal. As I've said, the governor should resign because at this point, he cannot lead and he, he cannot keep the faith of the people anymore. Uh, so I, I became eligible on Monday. I haven't had it yet, but I am, I am planning on doing it this week. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to do it on camera. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if you guys want a gun show, maybe we could do it. So say it with me. See, say Broadway. The future is ours. What the hell happened there? Come on. Come on, Dr. Jill. What the hell was that? That is not possible. That is not possible. Si se puede. That's how you say it. That's the old man. He knows how to say it. Si se puede. So say it with me. See, say Broadway. The future <laughs> <on>. is ours. <laughs> Follow him to the fore. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nobody says that. Nobody says it wrong like that. That doesn't make any sense to me. All right. What a day. What a day. What a day. <sighs> what a long week. But great week it's been. It's just one of these weeks when... I just feel good, Alice. It's Thursday night or Friday morning, depending on uh, when you're listening to this. We're in we're in another we're in another um, competition, Alice, on I Twitter know. here, where we need folks to step up, please, and vote for us. Mm-hmm. Who p- sponsors this contest? These are your brackets, your March this or your is, April um, Madness brackets. This is Blob at Blob Spot. Which I believe. Oh, is like play Boston Globe. Globe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. He has a podcast March Madness bracket. So, um, we have made it to the Elite Eight. And this is us. This is the sh- this is the world, the Kirk Minahan world, the world of the mm-hmm. Minifans, Really. Yeah, they're mostly mini fan podcasts. They're yes, mostly say, a lot say of mini fan. Don't minifan. say mini fan, Alice. Minifan. They will hunt you down. Sorry, mini fan. Um, and so we've won two rounds of this already somehow, which tells you. <laughs> <laughs> we were the uh, lowest seed in the bracket, and yes. we are in the Elite Eight, and we are currently positioned. We have a shot to make it to the final four of Blobe's podcast, Madness Bracket. So um, so we're against the Kirk and Off podcast <laughs> right now, which is a, it's a minifan uh, fan podcast. 
Oh, is that a podcast? A, we should listen to Kirkin' Off. Kirkin' Off. It's yes, the Kirkin' Off. So what are they podcast? What do they talk about? Two minifans and um, they they travel in twos. <laughs> do they? Yeah. Um, I believe it is. Let's see how they describe. See, it's never- Blind Mike's daddy and. Um, <laughs> I, I get a miss. I get the Blind Mike. Um, uh, Blind Mike show. What's it called? Blind Mike experiment. Blind Mike's daddy. Project. Um, and someone else. They're all in my. I gotta listen to it. Now. I haven't listened I to it this tell. week. Who's who? So, um, so you never know. So it could be the Kirk Minahan. It's the, so the inner circle is a Kirk Minahan show, and then there are people who they talk to. We might as well have on who also do podcasts, and mm-hmm. then there are seven layers of people who do podcasts about those people, and then who do those podcasts about those people. Right. So this degrees. is this is. I mean, I think. I would guess that the Kirkinoff podcast might be a podcast about our size. They have 184 Twitter followers, and it's um, two Minifans. It's a weekly podcast about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. Hold on, Alice. Don't tell us short yet. We don't know. We may have... You never know with the Minifan world. You either... Sometimes you could have vastly more influence and reach than they do. Sometimes you have an infinitesimal chance of ever being heard in their vast universe depends (laughs) it can stomp on you it's a whole world so yes it is so now we're involved obviously alice i used my uh my ace pulled my ace out of my shirt today alice Mm -hmm. do you remember that right because you went to high school with kirk minahan the one and only correct 1991 in the hallowed halls of winchester high school you would have found me and kirk minahan in that building together and we had all the same friends and uh, that's all you need to know. So please vote for me, uh, for us, the Burn Barrel Podcast, so we can get through this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to Twitter, and you'll see somebody somewhere in the Burn Barrel Podcast. Just vote for us. We don't know why we want to win. Uh, but, we don't or know why what the incentives Or why are. we've been allowed to go this far. We assume we're, it's some kind of trap, or we're going to fall into a tiger pit and get mauled <laughs> at some point. But we're having some fun, and we can do it, Alice. Can we do it? Uh, we can do it. Say it in Spanish. Can we do it? Si se puede. Si se puede. Exactly. Yes, we can. Si se puede. Si se puede. She's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. She must. Maybe she is a medical doctor because <laughs> somebody with an education. I don't know. That is. I tough. feel like that's, si in- se puede. that's insensitive to her Spanish-speaking students. Almost. Does she teach Spanish? There's no way. She- no, no, but I'm sure she has but- students that are native Spanish speakers. I don't know. That just seems students. like a tough... <laughs> we'll be keeping that particular reading up <laughs> to use again and again and again. Let's check in with Joe Biden, Alice. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden has been on ESPN the last couple of days. You can, by the way, find, listen to... I, I did quote from this for my Substack, tomshaddock.substack.com. Okay. Let's do some show right now. We've just been wasting everybody's time. So he's on ESPN today, and he says a couple of things. One you caught, which I thought was great. Uh, and, of course, they're asking about Georgia because the world the world of sports mm-hmm. and half of the corporate world now wants to boycott the state of Georgia because the Republicans have expanded voting access. Right. But since people are stupid and they're believing all the, the scariest scenario BS hype, everybody has to boycott the entire state of Georgia. So much so that the duly elected Governor of Georgia, what's her name again? It's his name. No, Brian Kemp. what's her name? Who what? was elected? Oh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams right, now sorry. has put out a plea to please don't boycott us. Please come to Georgia. Here's Biden on ESPN. So, Mr. President, what do you think about the possibility that baseball decides to move their all-star game out of Atlanta because of this political issue? I think today's professional athletes are acting incredibly responsibly. I would strongly support them doing that. People look to them. They're leaders. Look at what's happened with the NBA as well. Look at what's happened across the board. The very people who are victimized the most are the people who are the leaders in these in these various sports. What does he mean by saying that uh, the leaders in the sports are being victimized the what most suggesting you mentioned law. the NBA. I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know what he's trying to say it's about just not people right. playing sports. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and in 40, 40 other, other states. states. 
Jim Crow on steroids in 40 other states. I think right. I think the time to spread this falsity, this dangerous race-based falsity, is during the uh, the uh, George Floyd, uh, Derek Chauvin uh, trial. I think that's a good time to pour mm. gasoline on this fire. That seems smart. Uh, yeah, I just I think it's interesting. I don't know why he thinks NBA players wouldn't be able to get IDs to vote or, you know are being targeted by Georgia's election law since I didn't notice anything about NBA players in the bill, but apparently it's a direct target on the backs of NBA right. players. Um, and speaking of the company's boycotting, did you see what happened with Delta today? Uh, yeah, Georgia said go screw yourself. Right, so Delta is a company that's been locating stuff in Georgia because much like how Massachusetts did for GE, mm -hmm. um, they worked out a deal with the state to get like big special tax breaks to do their business in Georgia, and Delta is now saying like they're trying to parrot the woke line and say like they don't support Georgia's election law and this and that and it's Jim Crow and whatever. And the Georgia legislature said, you're going to lie about our laws, then goodbye to your special tax breaks. And they're in the middle of their budget season, so they can absolutely do that. And they chopped them. So That is fantastic. Here, great. here to Georgia, that is fantastic. And now all the lefties are upset. They're like, can you believe they're attacking Delta? They're using the law to attack a private company just for expressing their opinion. No, no, no. No. Delta I thought companies was getting, weren't people. Yeah. And Delta was getting a special deal, which I thought people on the left weren't for. Mm -hmm. Remember when AOC was against Amazon coming into New York because they were getting special tax breaks? Loopholes and carve outs. Right? You know, if you're going to screw with the state that's giving you the special carve-outs, and then they say, sorry, we're not going to do those again now then if you're going to act like this. Um, they said, you know, you don't feed a dog that bites you. Is what Georgia said I think that's about, fantastic. about Delta. I, I think so, that's fantastic. Good for them. And, and, and the, what the administration's doing now is purely cynical. Mm -hmm. It's kind of disgusting considering you see what happened last year. You see what happened to people in the black community since last year, the Democrats completely use them in an opportunistic fashion at the cost of their property and livelihoods, use mm -hmm. them to win an election and win political um, prestige and power. It's disgusting. And for them to be sticking by this, they have been lying from A to Z on what's happening in Georgia. Right. And this isn't some just Republican talking point. The no. Washington Post gave Biden four Pinocchios for what he said the about, about the about election bottles bill. of water is this false. Is All the stuff the is false. Thing's Pretend right. they're reacting to an imaginary bill right. that's in their heads that the Georgia legislature passed. Even though it's going to be damaging and it divides a nation. Let me just tell you something. Donald Trump did nothing this divisive. Nothing this divisive. Never. Ever. Ever. He, find people on both sides. That was also horse bleep. This is, mm -hmm. He's never done something like this, saying that, that these people, the power center in this state, wants to deprive you of food and water so that you can be disenfranchised and can't, can't take... Mm -hmm. Uh, involvement in the democracy there mm -hmm. that is a poison thing to say this is just revving people up and well, we are talking about mr put y'all back in chains well right i mean that's the very least of biden of what he said i've had done entire shows right. with just biden's racially charged uh, invective uh, in georgia talking about the voting bill uh, that was just signed from the governor uh, community organizers have threatened boycotts on big companies like delta mm -hmm. coca-cola home depot in part from some of the information that's come from the president in his last news conference he said that uh, the bill requires voting to end early at 5 p.m um and, and you've said and, and some others said that words matter um the, the bill actually uh, standardizes voting hours by counties and adds saturdays and sundays voting and it also allows extended hours from 7 a.m to 7 p.m so is there going to be a correction it issue standardizes or? the ending of voting every day at five right it just That's gives seven, options seven to seven is what it, it gives options to expand it right but it standardizes it at five it also makes it so that uh, outside groups can't provide water or food to people in line right but it makes it more difficult to absentee vote. Are those things? I wish this reporter wouldn't get stepped on like this because mm -hmm. it it standardizes says they have to be at least open from those hours, right. but can be open for longer hours. It, it it stops outside groups from giving water and cookies and pizza, uh, which and is maga hats, right? And which is not something else. that's uncommon in many other states, right? Including like New York. This right. is not a weird. Republican evil law. This is something that states have to do. But she's sticking to this line. They don't give a flying F. They, they've never taken this 
year seriously. They saw this as an opportunity. This is not a year for them of, uh, you know, a, a year of, of black, um, what do they call it, Alice? Racial reckoning. This is not a year mm-hmm. of racial reckoning for this, this administration, for this party. They don't give a crap about them. This has been a great year for them. And they intend to, and they hope to repeat it. They want this all to happen again. They want everything to happen in the streets again. They want to gain more power again. They'll run social justice through every department they have to try to speak the language as they gain more and more power. Mm-hmm. This is simply a power grab. That's all this is. They could care less. They want the chaos. Voting on the day of is 7 to 7, and early voting um, uh, can standardize adding Saturday and Sunday. So my question is, is the tone going to change out of the White House? or uh, The tone for a bill that limits voting access and makes it more difficult for people to limits it by expanding it engage in voting in georgia no that's actually not what the uh, the governor of georgia has said well i think that is not based in fact what the governor of georgia has said so no our tone is not changing we have concerns about the specific components of the package including the fact that it makes it harder and more difficult for people to vote by limiting absentee options, by making it uh, not viable, not possible for people to provide water to people who are in line, by not standardizing longer hours. So if you're making it harder to vote, no, we don't support that. Not possible for people to provide water for people who are in line. Mm -hmm. There are water stations. You can go to the water station and grab 18 waters if you you want. You can also bring water. You know, there's never like when you're, you know, last year when we had COVID and you had to wait in a line outside the grocery store or wherever, nobody was bringing you water in line at the grocery store and you survived. You just waited in line and then went into the grocery store, you know, and if you needed water, you could always have water or whatever. Call your friend and have them bring you a water. There's no like... Nobody is preventing anybody from getting water. They're just stopping people from hassling people in line, which is a thing because people go up to people in line while they're trying to vote and are hassling them and offering them stuff. It's not appropriate by a polling place. It's not this is not a weird thing. And the fact that the fact that that's what they're focusing on out of the whole bell tells you there's no there there with the whole bell. Because if you ask the person, how does this law make voting harder? And they say, oh, it doesn't let campaigns give people food while they're waiting in line to vote. And if you say, well, how does that make it harder to vote? And they say, did you hear what I said? It makes it illegal to give people food and water while they're waiting in line to vote. You know, if that's what you have for how it's making it more difficult, then it's not making it more difficult. Because that's the most egregious thing they can think to say about the whole bill that you know that there's nothing. I mean, not only does it expand the options for having longer absentee voting hours than just until 5 p.m., but it also added the weekends. On net, it adds required early voting hours. And On net, I mean, yes, they're providing fewer ballot drop boxes than in 2020, but that's because they had zero ballot drop boxes before that. And they're not expecting to have the same number of people want to drop off their ballots before the election as they did during the once in a lifetime historic huge pandemic when nobody wanted to make physical contact with other people. You know, that was kind of a one off event. So they're thinking that maybe they won't need as many ballot drop boxes in a normal year. It's a lot more than they've ever had in the past, which is zero. The whole thing is just such a nonsense, ridiculous claim about the law. There's no way in which it makes it harder to vote. You know how it's harder to absentee vote, honey? You have to put either your driver's license number, your state ID number, or the last four digits of your social security number on your ballot. That seems like a really big barrier, doesn't it? Alice? How many people can you think of who wouldn't be able to write one of those three on a piece of paper? Maybe our dog. (laughs) I mean, our kids don't know their social security numbers, but they're not supposed to be voting anyway. So So also in that Biden interview, Biden said it's time for women athletes to be paid on or with male athletes. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair uh, that they get paid uh, less. Thoughts? Absolutely right. It's time for the WNBA to make the exact same amount of money as the NBA. I think that's I completely great. agree. <laughs> I also think that there should be equity in the NBA. In the NBA, I think mm-hmm. there should be that Asians should be equally represented in the mm-hmm. NBA in Indian. What kind of message is it sending during our historic wave of anti-Asian violence that there are so few Asians represented in the NBA? 
completely agree. They're not seen or heard, and they should be now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else do I have, Alice? There's some other fun stuff here. Um, all right. So I tried to look into this. This is an ad that's made its way through the internet, mm-hmm. and and I've watched it a couple of times. It's been on TV for, I guess, a couple months. The Well Health Safety Seal is a seal of approval saying that your building has met the goals of mind and body wellness and health. Well, it's saying that they're following, like, science-based stuff to make the building safe. So it's really cool, progressive, green health, social justice, equity is in there. Um, uh, the the way your building is set up, the mm-hmm. the uh, HVAC in the building, the um, way things are just distributed, it has to become your building becomes essentially what I've seen is a a progressive utopia. Mm-hmm. That's what I get now. So this ad is full of celebrities. J Lo is in this, and um. The one who looks like a, the um, Lady Gaga is in this. If you want to get back to your favorite places and feel confident they have put your health and safety first. Look for the Well Health Safety Seal. Look for the Well Health Safety Seal. Look for the Well Health. These are like A-listers. And they're all yeah. talking about, they, it's a seal on the building. So where you go into a flower shop and it would say FDIC in the building. Or mm-hmm. it would say, you know, um, JD yeah. Power, whatever. That's mm-hmm. what essentially it is. So what happens is that these progressives this company progressive company mm-hmm. will go to these progressive buildings and businesses and say if you pay us a lot of money we'll allow you to take the well health safety seal test mm-hmm. and it starts at four grand i think goes up to 100 grand and if you pass yeah we'll give you the seal of approval that you're a beautiful person and then you can take your scooter home and get the latte and buy a four pack of craft beer <laughs> to your loft that's essentially what i'm getting from this right it's basically extortion like, we'll yes. put this special this is, seal on your business. So I've looked into this a little bit. And this is, mm-hmm. it's run by one of the board directors of this guy, of this place, the CEO, mm-hmm. is a dude who, shockingly enough, sells real estate for a living hmm. globally. Now, so I looked and said, what is this exactly about? What kind of people are involved in the well health safety seal? Dallas Living is committing to creating. This is the Dallas Living owns Well Health Safety Seal, and they run real estate operations. A well building standard. The first building rating system to focus on the effect of construction techniques and technologies on human health. The international... So this is a green, woke, progressive marketing project, from Mm -hmm. what I can see, that means absolutely nothing. It's a status symbol. You... Tell them you want them to send you the literature. They'll start billing you, and <laughs> you answer all the right questions, move stuff around. They'll send qu- air quality people there who, of course, are getting paid from the well health safety people. This is mm-hmm. absolute, complete, and utter horse shit. The w- International Well Health Safety Seal is mm-hmm. absolutely BS. Fraud shakedown. I hate all these people. <laughs> I, the way they talk about systems and... Uh, spaces that we need for mental health and goodness and we- health and goodness. None of anything they're saying means a GD thing. This is like mm-hmm. just aromatherapy. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It's empty and it's a status symbol. You know, we did the hard work that it took, you know, to make sure that we have the well health safety. If you're somebody who buys this, you're a dumb person. <laughs> it's fine. It makes you feel good to be shaken down like this. There's a lot people like to get shaken down in a lot of ways. People love it. You know, you all got the Live Strong bracelet and felt good about yourself. And the guy at the top of that was a real ethical guy, too. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, so I, yeah, I didn't even talk to you about this. All I know is that I, I dislike and I H8 all of these people involved. They're not my kind of people. I wish bad things upon them. <clears throat> they can live, certainly. But, um, and, uh, and I hope that my friend, uh, Major... The White House dog attacks them. I mean, I agree. I just see it as interesting because I feel like with the timing of it, it's being kind of tied into the COVID thing, obviously. Totally. And like, if your business follows the science and wants to keep employees safe, because a lot of people, I think, um, like the people who live around us in Massachusetts, a good percentage of them are like scared to go out 
to places because they're not sure. Like, you know, I've seen people say like they don't want to get takeout food because they don't know like what the practices are in the business that they they don't know whether they're being COVID safe while they're preparing the food, you know. And- That's the now tangible reason for it, but it existed before then because there is a a uh, a moral standing. In the green movement. Now, of course, with COVID, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, but I mean, so there's been like a number of things like this, even like having B Corp status, which is, I mean, that's like actually a legal designation. This thing is just a pure fake thing. But you get a sticker on the door for this. But yeah, there's like, there's all kinds of things like this where you get to, you know, pay some money and you get a special certification to be special like a, the better business bureau has always been that too right like where if you right or triple a or triple to a degree you can you yeah. know or you know there are magazines like best of boston or whatever right. you opt in it's a wink wink shake shake at delos we asked ourselves why stop at building homes or offices this or- is paul scalia the founder of delos wellness real estate is it he, Delos? D E L O S? Yes. Do you know it? Um, no, but that's the name of the evil corporation in the Westworld show. Oh. Hotels that are good for just the environment. Why not also build these structures so they're good for the people who live, work, and stay in them? Delos has pioneered an entirely new paradigm in the quality of the buildings in which we live and work. A new paradigm in the quality of the buildings. We begin the journey of not knowing what the hell they are saying. Wellness real estate. Similar to building standards for the environmental impact and efficiency of buildings, such as the Green Building Standard LEED, Delos's Well Building Standard measures the integration of evidence-based health and wellness features into the residential, commercial, and institutional. Go yourself, you people. Can you imagine the health and wellness? Okay, I'm out of this. I'm That's out of this. That's funny that they have the same name as the evil corporation in Westworld. Da, 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 they da, seem da, evil, though. Da, da, da. I'm not a fan. No real estate weasels. I don't usually breathe. And I know it's gonna be. Should have told me that before I dated. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're moving off of that. You know what we're doing, Alice? What are we doing now? We're not doing any more things stressful. That is it. I don't care. I don't care. No more. That's it. We're all happy. Can we do that? Yes. Never gets old. Never gets yes, old. Yes, we can. Um, Andrew Cuomo has been having <laughs> a tough time in recent... We haven't talked about Cuomo in a while, but it seems like he has a new scandal every day. When you're getting pummeled by de Blasio, you know that uh, the end is near. As I've said, the governor should resign because at this point... He cannot lead, and he, he cannot keep the faith of the people anymore. Imagine this oafy yeah. moron talking like that about you. So have you kept up with his his scandals? No. Um, so not only was he running a special VIP COVID testing system last yes, spring. Yes, for friends and family. For friends and family, and having the people who were supposed to be testing nursing homes go drive to VIPs' houses to give them special COVID testing. What could testing. go wrong? <laughs> not only was there that whole thing going on, he also was apparently having staffers work on his book, for which he received a $4 million advance on state time. <laughs> Is that a problem? I don't <laughs> So things have not been going well, but obviously there's like the killing all the people in the nursing homes. There's the Cooking the books. The cooking the books. The sexual harassment, the possibly rumors that he dated staff consensually. Mm-hmm. Which um you know is not necessarily a problem to date people at work consensually, but generally, especially if you're like the governor of the state. You're supposed to like run it by HR and like get everybody to agree to boundaries. Unfortunately, to get everybody to agree to boundaries and how things work. I mean, and I hate to be like, 
paranoid, but I would, judging by the uh, behavior of some of his staffers in some of the accusations against him, like the ones where they were emailing, like some of his close staff around him were emailing other women saying like, oh, he said you look like his ex-girlfriend, but you're even hotter than her. You know, like I'm guessing some of those people he could have been sleeping with. I don't know, because it seems like odd behavior. But what do I know? I don't know. What do you think, Tom, though? So here's my hand. What do you think about dating people at work in general? I enjoyed it when I was in my (laughs) 20s, but they weren't uh, underlings. So, um, you know, when I was a young man, you were. Did it make stuff tough at work after that then, though? I was. um, I was. An empty headed. I didn't care if I made tough. What was I going to get fired? That would have been a badge of, of honor. To make stuff. Well, not work. fire, but like, was it then awkward if you broke things? If people, if somebody broke things off, or if you asked somebody out and they said no? I prioritized the romance over the professionalism at that point in my life. I, I didn't care. Uh, but does it make anything? I knew. I mean, I certainly. I I had a crush on like a good third of. Every, every woman in the hotel and mm-hmm. one out of every thousand liked me. So, I mean, did it make it? No, I no. I mean, I, what made it odd is, you know, going out in groups of people and odd, you know, so, but you would, so if you went out in groups and mm-hmm. then you could like date somebody, but would you at work just like ask somebody out who was there, like just for a one-on-one date or would you more like try and go on a group thing with people from work? And if it happened, try to go on a group thing. Cause I had no, um, game. Right. Go, Jesus, it hurts when you say it. I had no game. I had no courage. Uh, but I did. Uh, I'm sure I asked somebody. So, I used to have. It's so funny because <clears throat> I don't know what I'm saying. So because the reason I ask is because I've been thinking about this because I was at work last night, as you know. And um, there's a are gr- you dating people at work? <laughs> no, but there's a girl there who started working there a couple of months this ago. This is taking a turn. Go ahead. There's a girl who started <laughs> working there a couple of months ago. And, um, yes, you may ask her out if this is what this is. <laughs> no. Um, but it's interesting because she and I were working together last night and she was talking to me. And apparently two of the people at our work have asked her out so far <laughs> since she started working there. Yeah. And she's now uncomfortable. But they asked her out like to go out one-on-one. Yeah, that's a tough one. You got to be sure. And now, so like one of them, so we, so... Our, like, overnight teams get off at, like, 6 a.m. So, apparently, somebody else in the group asked her to go out with him to go get breakfast at a diner after work. But not, like, in a group of people from work. And she said, yeah, no. But and now yeah, she's, like, feels anxiety at work because it's a weird situation. So, yeah, that's tough. Well, you know, it's it's tough. Um, I always was, I uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I it was not. A, I was an unserious person in my twenties, so I yeah. wouldn't have cared. I was all. I was all for. I worked in a hotel, mm-hmm. so there were hotel rooms, and we had keys. So you can imagine what. Oh. I'm saying that we had access. You know, to, so I mean, <sighs> I'm saying I never needed a room, <laughs> but others <laughs> use them. Hope not. <laughs> you know. Jeez, jeez. But yeah, I I tend to think it's not great to go out with people from your work or be trying to go out with people from your work. But I also think that now at this point, like people don't really have another social circle, right? Like, who else do you date? Like people that you went to high school with, or? Well, I mean, what's your others? I mean, I guess if you have like if you have church, if you have a church community, you could date people from your church, right? Right. So I know a lot of people who do that, but. I, or like people that they went to high school with, but or college. Well, people have with. Tinder now, right? So they can I mean, just I order guess. up people to hook up with. Although I think that's not as effective for the guys, especially if you're like not a ten. For, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, you know. Well, and I think Tinder. <laughs> I mean, also just because you hit the like... jackpot doesn't mean that everybody <laughs> think, else can. I think Tinder is tougher. Uh, guys and i also think it's tough if you're like trying to find your soulmate i don't know how effective it is you know it's tough when you're not in a community with being single in your 20s is a sucky situation right it's a terrible situation well because i thought of it because this girl this girl was asking me kind of she's probably in her late teens or early 20s i'm guessing Mm -hmm. so the other guy who asked her out asked her if it was a problem that he was 30 and she was like um yeah 
Yeah, I I can see that. So um, then she was asking me, she's like, but how do you meet people? Like, she's like, it's so awkward that they asked me out at work. But she's like, I don't know. How do people meet people if not at work? Like, where else do you find people? But where is she from? So she's from Uh, Central New Hampshire. Really? New Hampshire women I found to be very aggressive, very assertive. Um, I don't know how. Where Where do you meet people? I mean, I know. I mean, things have changed since I was a guy. When I was a guy, you'd go into Boston. Everybody would get drunk, and somewhere you'd hope somewhere a collision would happen, and Mm -hmm. you'd make out with somebody. And well, yeah. And but that was it. But now, like people hang out at at like uh, at strip malls at, at the at the La Quinta Inn, like in the bar there. And I don't get that. Or or at the What's the name of a restaurant? I can't think of any name. Pub ninety seven. No, no. People go to, like to Texas Pete's and things, and I, I and at the bar, and I don't understand. Like it seems very clinical and not social for me. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't get that. How that would be fun. And also, I don't know that people drink as hard in their twenties now. And, it, mm-hmm. and well, or, and, and heavy people, drinking it, is conducive to hooking up, but it's not necessarily conducive to like. Driving or or finding a mate in life, right, right. But 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 also when when I was younger, everybody drank and drive, drove, drank and drove, and and it was just not. I mean, we we were bad for doing it, and it was not kosher. Good polite society said, mm-hmm. like, why would you do that? But the ragtag, you know, mongrels I hung out with uh, were happy to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were also losers, so <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. I, I don't know. There was a time. One of the problems with the Northeast I found was is that the guys are you know dogs like guys are, but women were oftentimes very cold and standoffish and untrustworthy, which half of that I understand. Mm-hmm. But there are some places where like really good people go and hang out and talk like people, and I yeah. only found those after in my thirties after after I was you know extracted mm-hmm. myself from the dive bars from Boston. Yeah, I also think everything is easier in a group kind of in a lot well, of ways. Yeah, if you have that, friends who might know that you're right compatible. because but then but then you know you get to know somebody in a group setting and I guess that's like what the replacement for our community is, right? Because I would think, you know, back in the day people would live in a village with other people, you know, and mm. you'd all go to the barn raisings and all you would see all the other people. You knew who people were and who you liked and who you didn't and who was reliable and who wasn't and, you know, who was a good prospect for getting married to. And like now people I think are just so kind of atomized. The only one of the only places where you have kind of a community of friends is at work for a lot of people. Um and so I think that 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 has created that being like the only place a lot of people have like the only pool of dating prospects that people have is their co-workers and i think that's like a recipe for awkward situations well no that's where you get to know people a little bit right but like where does the governor of new york go to get a date <laughs> other than his staff well if you no, that's what you guys have guy friends for to take care of people you have, guys would know how to do that especially mm-hmm. if he's got a good job um, you would, you would, know. and also you, you tend to after your twenties, yeah, you tend to throw a lot of the romantic niceties aside, especially especially as you're coasting into your thirties. Mm-hmm. And you know, it used to be it, it, just a lot of the. It's a lot more down to business once you're at, at, your twenties are through, mm-hmm. and you're starting to degrade, <laughs> and, and you know, physically, and. uh and I think that, that a lot of the games, a lot of the rhetorical and pushing on the playground kind of game, go way the hell out. And you pretty much know in like 11 seconds, are, you, mm-hmm. are we interested in each other? Um, so, but, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, but it, the governor should not have a problem at all. At all. I used to know a guy. First so of why all, is he hooking up with his staff then? If he doesn't there, have a problem attractive. getting dates. They're well, there and they're attractive. And there is guys, women doing women working hard and being dutiful and being really competent. Mm-hmm. Like it should be. And if you're a woman, you would think that that is something that's not sexy, but it is. It's like unfortunately, it is. For you can't catch a break. Don't think there's <laughs> stuff that you can do. What do women there's do not. that's and not like, sexy? Like, one of the things that we used to, my, my friends and I thought in our 20s, was when we'd see women who worked at bars, mm-hmm. like really, when they were getting slammed 
with people all around him working hard and lifting racks of glasses up and you know throwing orders around here we used to think that was really attractive they were working so hard and so like alpha focused it was like cool so i mean i'm sure cuomo's got a lot of very competent women around him and there are a lot of attractive women around him and a they lot of, look like at twenty something year old women. Yeah, but they him. look at him in a way that is earnest and looking for approval, you know. Mm-hmm. And to a guy, that's probably similar to a way a woman would look at you if she has a crush on you, or close enough that a guy would mm-hmm. see it like that, you know, looking for uh, acceptance and approval, you know. And so with a guy like that, you know, he doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. You would think. You think? Anyway, that's the least of his problems. Yeah, because the um... I don't know. Please let us know. By the way, uh, it, it, you guys, single women and men, how you find people now, and how you found your uh, your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend now. I would think I would think that there's so many as a guy. There's so many ways to get in trouble now. I mean, she's checking your cell phone. She's checking. I always liked good, unhealthy relationships. So like. None of my girlfriends ever trust You have me. experience with yes. toxic trust issues. Yes, absolutely. And for good reason. But, you know, I think it would be easier and harder uh, to to do that stuff now. But I don't know. I, I think... I don't know. I'll just keep saying I don't know. You don't know? But, um... um so, you know what? I wonder what's going to happen. After this... After the lockdowns are over... Mm-hmm. Where are people? Where? Where are people going to go? Well, how will behaviors have changed from a year and a half ago? Um, Everything's open in four months. Bing. Somehow that would require people. that uh, the Fauci will have had to have been, <laughs> uh, you know, sent to Elba or wherever, uh, and a whole bunch of other people. And the teachers' unions will have to probably need another trillion or four trillion dollars in extortion money. Uh, but. So, do people go right back out, right back to bars? Is it that thing, or have people learned, or not? Not just to bars. I mean, we 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 really never stopped going to restaurants. But will there be behaviors that we've done during this lockdown that we'll want to sustain? Um, I think a lot of people are going to want to sustain the working from home thing, at least to a degree. Um, I think that. No, what's that going to do? That means all I mean, these companies, companies move out of brick and mortars, yeah. and so these brick and mortar companies, mm-hmm. like big, where I just came from, from Lowell, et cetera, all these beautiful big mm-hmm. uh, mill buildings that have beautiful high uh, lofts, et cetera. What happens to those? My my feeling, my feeling is that those will be turned into gig buildings. So it'll turn into date night where people get catered food. It'll turn into movie night where people will rent movies. Right. I think the studios, since they will will allow you to air movies. I think our AMC movie theater stock will bounce back, honey. I hope it does. I'm I took a beating. Um, I think it will. I think movie theaters will be back. I think people will want to go out and do stuff. Some people. Well, some so some like, people. There's pe- a divide. Some people are going to want to continue to hide. Some people have been, even people in their forty and under have been pretty much locked down mm-hmm. and only get. Like delivery for things and have been in their house and go and peloton for a year. Peloton, whatever. You would yeah. think that this would if if you would think, by the way, that if you're a guy that you'd want to be getting out there now. Mm-hmm. I mean, will there be a baby boom next year? Maybe next year. People predicted. Well, at the very beginning of lockdown, people predicted there would be a baby boom because everyone was all like home together hooking up but Mm. that was when it was very new and sort of a novelty and everyone was like look at this bread that i baked and like you know enjoying the kind of excitement of lockdown before it became the apocalypse and people were like wait we really have to stay inside i also think women tend to be more responsible about their health especially um prenatal health and so if the thought that you can't get in to get 
appointments when you needed them to was something that might have scared some women away. Or the thought that they're not going to let your husband in with you when you're giving birth to the baby or the thought that they're not going to let you hold your baby without a mask on because of COVID rules, which are all things that have happened, which are insane world. Um, And also, I think that some couples who have been together probably hate each other more than ever now. Yeah. You got to miss the person. You're lucky. I'm not hateable. (laughs) But but you've got to miss the person sometimes. The person has to go away sometimes. Right. It's it's a little tough. And and actually, we've seen more of a baby bust than a baby boom. Like people have felt because of the uncertainty of all the COVID stuff and not knowing what's going to happen, and especially all the riots last year. I think people just in times when they don't know what's going to happen, they want to not bring children into the world as much as usual. <laughs> but um, don't listen to those feelings. It's always a great time to have more babies, in my opinion. So just keep having them. That's my thought. Mm. <laughs> no, says you, we can't have more babies. I don't want more babies. No, no, um, I am no. I'm thinking of suing you for what you've done to me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know what will happen in terms of like dating life. I I think young people will get out there though. But I definitely I know like parent age people, like thirties and forties age people, who are definitely like still scared to do stuff. Yeah, like, right now. And, like, are still double masking and everything else. I don't get I I don't think I'm afraid. I've never been afraid to get this. And, and you know, what's funny. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Market Basket, like, four times a day for a full <laughs> year. And only last week did they come out and say, by the way, it's been almost all fats who have died. I could have known that. I had that information. You know, I'm the one going, driving around into places. I still like it. I like shopping. You know, I like mm-hmm. clothes shopping. I like food shopping. I like almost all sorts of shopping. I know you do. You are shopping today. Do you want to? Tell our audience what you shopped for today. Oh, I got a comfortable, sensible pair of slippers. <laughs> Indoor, outdoor. For uh, I was looking at ones on Amazon for 30 bucks, but these are Dockers from an exclusive place I call, um, not The Gap. What's the, what's the home goods' brother? Marshall's? No, what's that brother? TJ Maxx? TJ Maxx. Very exclusive place called TJ Maxx in mm-hmm. Plastow, New Hampshire. And I got little slippers to wear for <laughs> indoor, outdoor, Ellis. They're not to be laughed at. For 10 bucks. And I scored, by the way, here's a tip for you guys. An incredible coffee maker. A crook coffee maker. They're at Bed Bath & Beyond, I think. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't linen. Bed Bath & Beyond in Plastow. There's only, there were only there's one left now uh, for 50% off. It's 40 bucks. It used to be 80 Holds 14 cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Check your Bed Bath & Beyond for that Crook Coffee Maker. It's nice and cool uh, silver. it's Crux, isn't it? Crux, whatever it is. Um, and um, there you go. That is my tip <laughs> for you uh, for you guys. Um, that being said, I have updates on a couple stories that we've been following here we on just the Brown Barrel Podcast. the last 27 minutes, Alice, and you had more substance that you were holding in your pocket? Yes, I did. Okay, go ahead. Um, if you recall, we talked about... Uh, San Francisco school board member uh, Allison Collins, mm-hmm. who was ousted from the board after her anti-Asian tweets from 2016 surfaced in which she called Asians house N-words for uh, upholding white supremacy against black people. And uh, she was ousted. She is now suing the school board um, for some of the sources say $87 million and some say $27 million. Right. So I'm not entirely sure. But for her suffering in perpetuity for the rest of her life, the following harms. Injuries, losses and damages, pain, inconvenience, severe mental distress, severe emotional distress, loss of enjoyment of life, humiliation, harm to self-image, injury just, to career. Most of us, that's just marriage. Spiritual injury to her soul, fear, discomfort, <laughs> misery, anxiety, and suffering. She's seeking $12 million yeah. in money damages from each of the other members of the board and an additional $3 million from school members in punitive damages. She is also requesting a court order to reinstate her as board VP and to her committee Can you imagine assignment. that? If she gets reinstated, I would be interested in dating her if I were her colleague in the office. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so that's the new thing now is that you get to hurt people's feelings and try to end their careers. And if they retaliate, then you get to claim that you're a victim and mm-hmm. getting bullied and in at risk yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the plot can we be any less honorable in 2021 um the plot also thickens on the uh matt gates story which um so the daily beast is reporting now and he 
tweeted the story and was like, this is a must read. You have to read this. And then they tweeted back, like, we wrote this story and it doesn't exonerate you. What are you talking about? So, but basically, um, the extortion scheme had to do with um, this, like, Iranian hostage, Bob Levinson. Have you heard of him? Yes, I have heard of him. So he was declared dead, but apparently they think he's still alive. And the extortion scheme was to give the $25 to get him freed. And Matt Gates was supposed to go on the plane and, like, meet him and be an essential part of freeing him. And then he was going to get a presidential pardon for his sex crimes involving minors. (laughs) Jesus. I don't even know what to say at this point. (laughs) Okay. So. All right. Can we put it to bed now, Alice? And say, see, that's, yes. That's all I have for today. But okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's been an interesting one. I'm sure so more. So clearly, uh, it's creating distraction. Say it again, Joe. Yes, we can. You can find us on Twitter. Don't forget to vote. We can win the Blow Podcast bracket. We are almost to the final four. You just have to vote for Burn Barrel Podcast today against the Kirk and Off Show. And then uh, that's on Twitter. We're at Burn Barrel Pod. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Send us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on YouTube. Say Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.